0: I'm an artist with no collectors, no connections, no clout, and no social media presence. In this podcast, you will get a behind-the-scenes look at the actions I'm taking to change all that. I've made a one-year commitment to share my successes and failures and everything I learned along the way as I attempt to build an art business from the ground up. Welcome to Artistic Ambition. My name is Christina Elkins. I did want to make one note about this episode as we get started. You might notice I'm a little out of breath and my throat seems a little scratchy. I've been feeling bad for the last couple days, so that kind of comes through a little bit on my tone of voice, so just keep that in mind. I hope you enjoy. This is episode eight, and it's going to be all about art fairs. I'm really excited to have gotten this far because I... Listened to a podcast just the other day about podcasting, and they said that most people give up after recording seven episodes, so we're on eight. That's a good thing. I'm really excited. We also have hit 200 downloads. I'm not sure if that's great or not, but it feels great to me, so I'm really excited to have everyone listening who's out there. I've even received a couple emails from listeners about their art journey and keep them coming because I've really enjoyed what I've learned so far from you guys and I'll probably feature some of those messages in upcoming episodes. So let's get back to the art fair that I attended. I know some of my listeners are anxious to hear the results because I kept getting messages from people after the art fair day inquiring about what happened. So I'm going to dive in and I'm going to give you the good and the bad and all my personal thoughts on it. And just keep in mind, these are my personal thoughts and my experiences at this art fair. And so everyone's going to have a different experience. So the art fair I attended was called the NWA Maker's Market. It was on Sunday the 30th, and the booth fee was $75. The booth that I had was a 10 by 10 foot booth, and it was at the Washington County Fairgrounds. The space I had was inside. They have like livestock area, so it's covered, but open walls, and that's where I was. So the first thing to note was the weather. The wind was terrible that day. I was under the awning, like I mentioned, and the wind still got to me some. It wasn't terrible, but I did have to like consistently put prints back on their hooks and stuff like that. But what I truly felt bad for was the people who had their spaces outside. They had their canopies set up and everything, but the wind was just treacherous. My poor sister was out there. She is a crafter, as I've mentioned before, and she just gave up. And I just felt so bad for her because it wasn't anything to do with the market itself. It was just the weather. And that's something that cannot be controlled, of course. So that was obviously a pain point right there. Now, The market itself, now that we got the weather out of the way, the uncontrollable thing, everything else that was controllable, I would say the organizers of this market did everything they could to make this a successful event. They were organized. They were marketing. They were promoting on all the social platforms. They were on local TV stations promoting it they were trying to promote it as a more of like an art market i would think they really were outstanding in their exposure of the market to the people in the area so i commend them on that for sure i personally was not a big fan of the location i realized they have to have a lot of space to fit all of us in but i just personally i have really bad allergies and I just felt like it kind of got to me a little bit. So I wasn't a huge fan of the location. The market itself, I felt like might have been more successful on a different day. This is a huge church-going area and Sunday felt a little off to me, like the people who might have been interested weren't able to attend because of previous engagements that they would have always had on a Sunday. So I felt like maybe that wasn't the best day to host this market, but that was just my point of view. As far as the things that I did to make this a successful market, I would say I followed all my own advice that I gave earlier. I had all the price points from $5 up to $2,000. And even though I knew I wasn't going to sell my original $2,000 big painting, I will say that it did what it was intended to do. It drew the eye into my booth. Tons of people that were there stopped into my booth just to get a look at this painting because it was pretty big. It took up pretty much one whole section of my booth space. So it definitely drew the eye in. That was its purpose, and it did achieve that. Then many of the people would wander in to look at that painting and then preview all the other things and then sometimes make a smaller purchase. So I did hit all those price points. I did have a variety of merchandise uh, from tumblers, stickers, greeting cards, and then obviously my prints and some original work as well. I also had a couple t-shirts and some bags with my artwork printed on them and People were looking at them. I felt like it really made my booth a little more diverse than just the art. It had something to appeal to a variety of people. Another strategy that I had suggested that I followed was I did a little free giveaway in order to start building my email subscriber list. And I felt like that was successful considering how many people I felt like came through. I ended up collecting. 25 signatures or 25 email addresses. I did the drawing at the end of the market, and then I emailed the winner and let them know, and then I'm going to email everyone else, you know, thank them and start that whole correspondence with them. So that was 25 emails that I did not have before, so that was a success. I also posted a lot on social media about this market Um, I was very clear where I would be and what was going to be there. And so I felt like I did my part on marketing this art fair as well. So I felt like I did all the things. I was not on my phone. I was interacting with people, but I wasn't too pushy. I was friendly, but not overly aggressive. Like I did all the things. Okay. And uh, my daughter was with me, Hannah, and she had some crocheted tapestries there. They were great. They also drew in people. She ended up selling one of her pieces and she was very excited about that. Everything I could have done, I did. So basically between me and the organizers of the event, I felt like we did all the things and it was just a matter of who showed up. And I would say that that was what the main issue was for this particular art market for me. People were walking around and I didn't see anyone with items in their hand purchased. I don't know why that was. This was the first, one of the first art fairs in this area of the season. People seemed very hesitant to buy. I did wander around a little bit and I, I saw people making purchases at craft booths but I didn't really see a lot of art being interacted with. They did try to market this as an art market and a maker's market, but I would think that the more craftier of the categories probably had a little more success than the actual art people that were there. I would be interested to hear from other artists that were there, but I'm guessing most of the artists, I know the ones right next to me did not have a lot of success, I feel like the crowd was there for crafts. I also felt like the crowd was not very big, and that might have also been because it was on Sunday. I don't know. I mean, they figured these things out, so I'm not sure if that was what the problem was or not. They had food trucks there, and I did see a lot of people eating, so I don't know. Maybe they spent all their money at the food truck, and they had nothing left for an art print. I'm not sure, but that was kind of the vibe I got. It wasn't as many people as I thought. They seem very hesitant to buy anything. They might have been more interested in craft than the art side of things. That was my overall take on my first art fair. I would actually call it more of a craft fair because I feel like that was the people that had success. I know everyone's anxiously awaiting to hear what my income was from this art fair, so I'm just going to go ahead and let you know, even though it's supposed to come at the end of the episode. My income for the art fair, I sold $135 at the art fair. Now, I've already went over my expenses for how much it cost me to get set up with an art fair booth set up. One thing to note about I'm doing several fairs and those, that expense from the booth will be pretty much spread across all the events I participate in. So I don't expect one event to like make all money back that I've ever invested. I understand that that might not be the case. I did spend $75 to get into this market as the fee itself. I made $135 in sales. So I made my booth fee back at least. I'll go ahead and go over my expenses for this last week. I had $97 in supplies. I did buy a big piece of pegboard that I did not end up using and gave to my husband. So I guess I could subtract that out of that $97. I did spend $15 at the art fair because my sister was struggling, and (laughs) it was so sad. So I went ahead and bought uh, $15 worth of things from her. My expenses are fairly low, but obviously still having expenses and still not making a whole lot of money. Some of my big expenses have died down a bit, so that's nice, but it seems like there's always something and so I end up spending a little bit of money every week towards this goal. As far as income that I have coming up in the next week or so, I do have two commissions that I'm working on, a portrait commission and a watercolor home portrait commission that I'm doing. Those will be complete in the next week or two. So that will be income to look forward to. So what are my next events coming up? How am I going to generate some capital in order to keep going on this journey? Well, on May 6th, I am participating in the Amplify Festival. It's actually an art and music festival. So I'm hoping the crowd is more geared towards the arts than the last event that I had. And the entrance fee for that was free. It will be a little bit different setup. I will be outside under a canopy and I will have tables as opposed to the booth situation like I had at the last fair. I am going to try to have all those price points covered still, even though it might be a little smaller booth space. Then on May 11th, I will be doing the Rogers art on the bricks. You basically apply to that. It's the second Thursday of every month and this month is National Pet Month and they want me to pretty much display a lot of my pet, animal, nature, paintings, and prints, and hopefully I get some commissions out of that as well. There was no fee for me to enter that, so no booth fees on that. That event will be indoors. I had the choice indoors or outdoors, and I chose indoors, and after seeing that wind beat everyone up, I'm just not I'm not down with that. I'm not excited about being outdoors anymore. So I'm going to be indoors for sure on that event. Then I'm not sure how I'm going to swing it. But then on May 12th and the 13th, I'm going to turn right around and do the Spring Market 2023. And it's at the Benton County Fairgrounds. That's the big fair that cost me $250 to get into and that will be a 10 foot by 10 foot booth space as well. It will also be indoors. I'm not exactly sure what the setup is compared to the Washington County Fairgrounds, but hopefully I'm not where livestock used to be. (laughs) So I haven't really seen much advertising for this market. It is in Bentonville, and hopefully the clientele is a little more geared towards art It is on a Friday and Saturday, so we'll see if the dates make a difference. I am a little worried about making my booth fee back at least. $250 seems a little loftier now that I've already been to one. And I'll keep you updated on how that went. I also wanted to give you an update on the open house that I'm participating in. I was able to go get my art off of the floor and get it hung up on the wall. They're taking pictures this week. And hopefully, the big open house event will be coming up very soon, and we'll see what happens there. I actually have very low expectations for this, but my art does look nice in the house, so I guess that's something. We'll see how that goes. My final thoughts on my art fair experience thus far. The organizers went to great lengths to make this a success, and I have a feeling there were several craft booths that did make a good wage, but I'm pretty sure the art people didn't experience that as much. I'm interested to see how these next couple events go and gain some more experience. I will let you know all about them in my upcoming episodes. Also, Over the next couple weeks, I'm going to be taking some of the advice I learned in episode seven from Shay about networking and getting out there and showing off that work. If you haven't listened to that episode, you definitely should. It's a great episode if you're tired of hearing me just ramble on my own. Shay was a great interview and she had lots of information for us as she's a full-time artist. Moving forward, I'm going to be doing more artists' interview. There are a lot of artists in this area that are successful, and I can't wait to ask them all the questions. And if you have some questions that you would like a successful artist to answer, then please don't hesitate to email me at caseartworks at gmail.com. In episode 9, though, I'm going to dive into Patreon. And whether or not it's something you might want to pursue, I'm going to give it a try, see what it's all about. And I will report my findings back to you and see if it might be something that you want to add to your art journey. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you next week as I'm sure I will have more exciting news to share as I keep exploring my journey as an artist. Thank you so much. If you want to check out my website, It is caseartworks.com, and I'm Case Artworks on all the sites, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'd love for you to follow along or walk beside me in this journey, and let's see what happens at the end of the year.